Welcome, everybody, to the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, alongside Tyler this week. And Tyler, it's been a week. How are you doing? I am okay. How are you? I am doing great. I'm fantastic. I am just just flying out the door, ready to do this thing. Stuff happened this week. This is this is probably one of the uh, one of the more exciting weeks we've had in recent history. Oh yeah, news coming out. It's stuff like that. Uh, but before we do that, we played video games. We did. We had fun playing video games, especially last night. We played some Apex Legends. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that first game. Hell yeah. Apex Legends is so good, dude. So good. Oh my god. So good. Uh, so, yeah. Backing up, I played it late last weekend. Yeah. And got a win. Mm. Um, and came very close to another one. Um, just playing with a couple of our other friends. We were hold up in Thunderdome. So somehow we landed in Thunderdome and no one else landed there. Yeah, which uh, <laughs> last night was any indicator that shouldn't happen. No, it really shouldn't happen because uh, last night we had a lot of trouble in Thunderdome. But we landed there, so we were able to loot the whole freaking place. And then there's that platform that you can zip up to. Yep. Um, so we all had really good weapons, decent armor, and uh, health and actually um like long range weapons so we just stayed up there and we got really lucky with the circle the circle kept closing in directly on us nice like even the final circle that's really small right on top of us so we got kind of lucky that way I, I i won't deny that but you know everybody else was coming to our location they didn't really know where we were, but eventually they started to find out. But they were also too busy fighting each other on the ground yeah. while we were just taking pot shots at them from above. It was, and then if they did come up, we could hear them, and then we just ambush them. We all just go on their location. Oh man, it was it was a really satisfying win. We only ended up getting three kills, but we did kind of a lot of damage just being annoying. You know what I mean? Um, that was really good. And then. You know, a few rounds later, it happened to us again. Wow. And, and we're like, let's land at Thunderdome. Let's go up there. We were ready. Circles closing in on us and everything. Um, but one team figured out how to get to us very uh, sneakily, basically. And they just jumped us. Like, mm. we, we almost didn't even know how they got up there so fast. Um, I think we finished third, maybe. Third or fourth. Um, so, yeah. That, that was that for me over the weekend. Just such a good game. But then last night, you and I played for the first time yeah. in a while. First match, baby. We got a fucking win. The very first match back. It was mm -hmm. it was so good. I think that's the first time we won together, too. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, we had a pretty good match. We had a teammate where it was like... We weren't sure exactly what yeah. they were doing, but somehow it worked <laughs> out. It really, really did work out in the end. Um I exposed myself in the center to draw the last uh, yeah. guys out. Yeah, which, was, which was I was good. playing at Gibraltar, so I was like, you know what? Even if he does, or whoever shoots me, 
Uh, I've got this shield, and let's go. Let's yeah. do this. Yeah. At first, the last location, I forget exactly where we were on the map. It was along the coastline. Yeah. I forget exactly what that place is called. Yeah. Um, but oh, along the western coastline. We knew where they were, but not exactly where they were. Mm-hmm. And they definitely had the elevation advantage on us, so I was a little bit worried about that, but... And we ended up, ended up getting them. I mean, yeah, was, was that the match? Like, really I good. kept hearing people too. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I think that was the first time I was, I was really like tuned in with my headphones, and I, I was getting the, I was, get, people were trying to get the jump on us, and I yeah. was hearing them coming in behind and all that stuff. I, th- that match, I think I was that the match I had the longbow in or no? Yes. Yeah, I, I was getting so. like headshot after headshot with the that long, longbow. The longbow and the havoc. Yeah. You had, I think I, I think I had a hemlock and forgetting the other weapon I had, but yeah. 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 That, first, that uh, first time win. we've played since the new patch too that uh, gave a little bit of a buff to Caustic and Gibraltar. Yeah. Because they do have bigger hitboxes still, but at yeah. least we have that. Right. Yeah, so there was that, and then the second match we played, yeah. dude, we almost pulled off again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we finished second, and it came down to me literally not being able to get the Havoc wind up, like, wound oh, up in time. Man. That's all it came down to. Like, if I could have got that thing wound up, that dude would have been toast. Yeah. And and that's the thing. Like, I popped out of cover and started, like, shooting to get it to go, and, and he just... He you got a pre-fire me. with that I thing. Know. You got that, that. Well, that was really the first time I ever really used a Havoc, so I was kind of getting used to it, but... Uh, needed, that was that tur- unf- needed that turbocharger. I know. that. So, that was incredibly unfortunate. But, two things with that match. One, we had a really rammy teammate at the end. Yeah. Uh, that kind of... Rushed, rushed the final confrontation. Yeah. Like, as soon as, like, the other squad was spotted, they were jumping right in. Right. Like, it kind of blew it a little bit because we ended up having to be a little bit more reactive. Mm-hmm. And we weren't really set up really well. Um, and we all ended up kind of spread out a little bit yeah. too. I, I was trying to work my way back. Because, yeah, I had to cut across behind this fucking tree, and I I downed one of them, but then the other one that got you, I wasn't able to get. Um, so that that was a little unfortunate, but it was also unfortunate because you were rocking at that match. I think yeah. you had like six kills. Yeah, uh, we had that really intense uh, firefight on on one of the gigantic like hills basically yep. and they totally had the elevation advantage on us and somehow we popped them oh shit i think i had the longbow that match too yeah 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 we 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 just I, barely got through that fight too i think awesome. i found my new favorite weapon though that that longbow yeah yeah the longbow is good i think I, one of my new favorite weapons is a triple take mm. that thing is really good I you gotta get that choke on it though you do yeah we had a match um <laughs> <laughs> where yeah. I was the the jump master and I was like let's go to the swamps and then we're going to the swamps and it's like oh my god there's a lot of people going to the swamps abort and then our teammate took off and went to the swamps so then we had to to turn around you, and go save right. him you left out an important detail you dropped a little late for if we wanted to go to the swamps oh, it was yeah. all it was a little bit behind us yeah well that's because we started like be going like ah maybe we shouldn't go there and yeah it was yeah. it was a bad landing but uh we were really taking a bunch of people out, I think. Yeah. We didn't really... I don't remember where we finished, but when we finished, when we died, we had like eight or nine squad kills. Yeah. Um, but that match, I found the triple take. I was blood 
Hound. And that's a really good combo there because you can pop his ultimate ability and see everybody and just kind of stay at a distance and be able to just, bam, mm-hmm. headshots on a bunch of people with the triple take. So that was really good. Um, man, sometimes in that game, when you get into like a really long period of combat and you're just taking everybody out, you just, dude, you just are like high on adrenaline. You're like, who else, motherfucker? Like, bring it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it just, it feels so good. Um, trying to think of any, our luck kind of ran out at the end of the night. Yeah, it we, was we it, like ever good. since that, like after that first match, it it just progressively got worse <laughs> and worse. It really did. It really did. But I had a hell of a time, though. Yeah, um, that, that game is good. I, I honestly think that might be my favorite game this year. Mm-hmm. If I had to pick out of the new 2019 games I played, I don't know. Um, I ended up buying into the Battle Pass. Okay. First time I threw money at Respawn, I'm like, you know what? I enjoy this game so much. Okay, give me $10. Yeah. In a, in a weird way, I kind of regret it, hmm. um, only because I don't really think anything is really that great that yeah. you get, and then also, like, I don't have any of the three characters that Yeah, you, you should have just bought the... If you wanted to throw money at them, you should have bought the characters. That's like, why I was Octane thinking. is a lot of fun. I played a little bit of uh, Octane today. I came in second, my first match I played today. Uh, and I, I was playing as Octane. He, he has the cool speed boost stuff and the ba- jump pad, and I got nine kills with him coming in second place. It was wow. really fun. Yeah. He, he's, he's just a really fun mobile character. I think that's... that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's always... like that's one, that's one that you can safely pick, and you know you'll have a pretty fun match because right. he's just the way he plays. Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of I regret not doing that. But I think I'm... I like the game so much. I, I don't think I would mind throwing ten more dollars at it, mm-hmm. getting maybe Octane, and then I'm not too far from like kind of grinding my way to unlocking in a new character. So we'll see. Yeah, man, such a good game. I love it. it it's it's by far my favorite battle royale experience. Mm-hmm. Like it's even the battle royale experience that like I like to play by myself. You know, that ping system. Yeah, just, it's good. It's delicious. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, anything else you uh, played this week? Not too much. I know you're 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 pretty busy yeah. in, this, in this time. Yeah. Uh, um, we're recording a double header today. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, getting married next weekend. Yep. So then the week after, won't be able to record... Yeah, Which, we'll have something cooked up special for y'all. Exactly. So I'm excited to do that episode. But also, uh, I don't know if you plan on getting it, but I think I'm probably going to get Days Gone. Yeah. So you probably won't have too much impressions that following week mm. on that. But see what else I played. I played a little bit of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I basically finished all of the free DLC quest lines. Yes. That that they've dropped for the game. So now I am, uh, I'm doing the mythological creatures, uh, quest line. So I'm going after the Minotaur. So got a chunk of that done. So I'm going to bang those out. I only have three more left and then, um, I'm going to get into the DLC. So eventually I'll stop playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Ooh, I think I'm up to 52 hours in that game. Damn. And I still feel like I got like 50 more. <laughs> Uh, it's 
it's a good time um man i'm trying to think of what else i played oh played uh the division two. Oh yeah okay did get to play a a uh, chunk of that on Monday. Um, finished all of the main missions except for uh, the strongholds, which are like larger missions, basically. Did one of the strongholds, though, and uh, it was a really cool mission. It's just like a really long mission. The problem I kind of felt was that it really wasn't that hard. And it was. it's just kind of bizarre because there's other main missions that were way more difficult than that one. And I feel like we were just mowing dudes down way easier than we normally do. Um, so, did did that. It, it was cool. It was in um, the sports arena in Washington, D.C. is where we went through. So, it was, it was pretty neat to see all that stuff. Just the detail on those environments just is pretty shocking to me still at times. Um, and the lighting's really good. It's a it's a good looking game. Um, trying to think if anything really kind of cool happened besides that. Um, pretty much opened up the whole map. So only have two more strongholds left until uh, we finish the game. And then once we do that and hit thirty, I think is when you get specializations, which are like really cool enhancements to the skills that you get in abilities. Um, so I'm looking forward to doing that. I'm almost at level cap. I think I'm level 26 or 27 maybe. Mm-hmm. So our other two buddies, your brother and Sam, they're both at 30. Mm. Billy's into the end game. Yeah. So I'm a little bit behind. That's all right. Yeah. But Vision 2, it's a cool game think i've played too much else because i really didn't have too much time to do a lot on my own yeah maybe you should have spent some of that time playing Sekiro. yeah here's the thing with Sekiro. <laughs> like i want to give it like time you know what i mean yeah and i just right now at least over the past week like the only time i've really had to play video games besides when i played division which that was the first time i played division in, like two or three weeks what like i i've only really had like an hour you know what I mean? I just want to. So you're telling me is that I shouldn't have uh, sent out that text for people to play Apex last night? No, <laughs> no, because I don't regret the time playing Apex. It was it was a really good time, uh, and that's the first time in a while that I've played Apex for like that long. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Probably since that first night we played. So you've played Sekiro though. Yeah, I've played quite a bit of Sekiro. I'd say I played close to 10 to 12 hours in the past week wow uh yeah i'm putting some serious time into that game and it feels very rewarding um i've beaten a few bosses plenty of mini bosses they they just have like a shit ton of mini bosses scattered throughout and and when i say mini bosses i mean like uh npcs that you have to kill that have more than one death blow to them okay um so yeah those yeah it's it's so much fun. I'm unlocking different skills, different prosthetic tools. Uh, just like learning the game is so much fun, and learning boss fights is so much fun. I, uh, I guess minor spoilers for boss names. If that's something you're um, you're going to get mad about, so just uh, take note of that. I beat a a major boss called Genichiro. Mm. And he has he has some things about him that uh, frustrate other players, but like I I just that was the first boss that 
the comparison to how people talk about that fight and how I actually managed to kill him or beat that boss rather I'm not going to spoil too much there uh, but yeah I beat him and it was like oh well that wasn't as hard like it took me 10 or 7 or 8 tries not quite 10 tries but I thought like the mini boss that was before before that fight was harder mm. like it took me longer to beat the mini boss before the actual boss but um I'm just honing in all my combos and like how I utilize different skills and it's it's just a great game I I love it it's got a really cool story too like there it's it's a lot more open it's more of an open book than other from software games like it it's telling you literally yeah. the stuff that's happening yeah rather than hiding stuff in item descriptions, which they do have item descriptions that hide some pretty cool things about them, but not necessarily anything vital. Um, but yeah, I've gotten... I got past uh, Genichiro, and uh, I I did another encounter with the folding screen monkeys. I've uh, seen them. Which... <laughs> That's a weird encounter. It's yeah. kind of a... It's kind of a puzzle, more of a puzzle than an actual fight. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, I had I was not expecting that part, and it was actually very interesting and very fun. Uh, yeah, I yeah I'm I love that game. That game is probably at the moment my favorite from software game. I feel like this uh, Sekiro is the first from software game that feels inviting, and it's inviting me to do better rather than just frustrating me mm-hmm. I, I that that's just how i feel about it. it it just feels more inviting and some of that has to do with the setting Ooh, uh, yeah the setting is awesome but i, I th- also think that mechanically just how it works with like the act, the penalties for death aren't don't feel nearly as severe uh, as a Dark Souls, because like, say in a Dark Souls, you die twice. Oh well, shit, you lost everything then. True. Yeah. But in Sekiro, you die, you lose half of your progress to the next thing, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, well, that's a bummer, but that's that I can recover that. Yeah. Like through just farming and stuff like that. But yeah, I think Sekiro right now is a front runner for Game of the Year for me. Uh, I think for a lot of people that really get deep into it 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 they'll be like dude Sekiro like everyone's sleeping on that game yeah not talking about it um I also just hope that um you know because this game sparked a pretty big um like accessibility and difficulty debate with games which we've talked about a lot but I hope that people don't I'm trying to think I put like don't look down on it because it is a good game. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I hope that that, that discussion it just doesn't uh, take away from Shit, game. a lot of good games have problems. Yeah. Like, I'd even say, like, our game of the year last year. Spoilers if you still didn't listen to our game of the year 2018. God of War has a huge problem in it in that it treats uh, female characters terribly. Or, like, the only living female character in that game is an over, overprotective mother. Mm-hmm. And, like people and then the other major female character is dead and like it that that's a huge problem with that game and 
it still won our game of the year mm-hmm. despite those problems but those problems exist in mm-hmm. those games yeah yeah I just hope that that doesn't happen with Sekiro you know yeah people give it its fair shake I feel like from software has put out some some bangers over the years and just because of how hard they are people uh you know they they don't get maybe the fairest of shake that they should in game of the year because mm-hmm. you know not as many people complete it but I, I i just feel like if we would if people were to go back in 2015 with say bloodborne yeah like, that would have been a stronger debate mm-hmm. in 2019 i feel because so many people have uh since gone back to play it and it's like oh my god this game is just incredible you know but yeah we should play a souls game together yeah i think on the couch. after after my uh after my wedding we should we should just do the damn thing yeah that that sounds interesting either get that, a dark souls game or play bloodborne either one i think would be a or really good time. since it was free on playstation for playstation plus the surge came out this True. month a playstation plus yep as a playstation plus free game yep um yeah, there, there are other options too, like Neo. Ne- uh, the second oh, Neo yeah. game is coming this year, That's also. True. But like the first one is still a very interesting game. I feel like Neo would be my fucking jam. I don't know. It's got some things about it, like with stances and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's it's more complicated than it looks. Ah, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. Or go back and play Ninja Gaiden. Oh, Xbox. Yeah. God damn, that's such a good game. But I played it like a year or something. Whenever it came to backwards compatibility on Xbox, man, that camera's fucking weird. Mm -hmm. That that was the first thing that stuck out to me of like, I don't know how the fuck I played this game because it's got like a fixed camera. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of bizarre. But, yeah. Yeah. So I think that pretty much covers what i've played this week i mean i i've been doing some driving always driving mm-hmm. on my wheel getting better and better for some reason i i feel like there are certain tracks in f1 that don't scale very well for difficulty like there are certain tracks that are just easier to drive but the ai doesn't adapt to that mm-hmm. china being the one okay and i raced the t- china track didn't change the difficulty like the previous race i won by four tenths of a second it was a pretty close race this race i won by over a minute holy shit didn't change the difficulty or anything wow and i i don't think i got that much better in the course of one race Mm -hmm. it's just that uh certain tracks it's it's strange Mm -hmm. yeah uh but yeah that's that's video games Love them. And now on to the big topic of the week. Woo! Kind of out of nowhere, we got the details on the next PlayStation console. We'll just call it the PlayStation 5 here, even though it hasn't officially been named. But Wired came out with, I guess they did an interview with Mark Cerny. Yep. Um, in which there were plenty of details revealed about this PlayStation 5. Uh, some big key things out there is that it will have backwards compatibility. This, this PlayStation 5 will play PlayStation 4 games. It will also be compatible with the current VR hardware. Yep. 
And it's got uh, some other interesting uh, hardware things, such as coming with a solid-state drive to drastically improve load times. Yep. The comparison made uh, here is in Spider-Man, fast traveling on a PlayStation 4 Pro. It takes 15 seconds to load. And on this dev kit, which they have, it took 0.8 seconds. Huge Man, difference. That is wild. Um, they also say that the new that PlayStation Five will be capable of ray tracing, which and support up to eight K resolution. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That one I I don't know about that one, but ray tracing that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a newer thing that I think can really kind of change. You know, some some graphical things. Yeah, I mean... It's, it's a pretty cool concept. A console supporting it will definitely encourage more uh, developers to utilize it because yeah. currently PC is the only place you'll be seeing ray tracing stuff. Yes. And I don't think... Not too many... Uh, there, there haven't been very many games that have taken advantage of that right. technology. Right. But now that it is on more devices, people might think about it. Yes. Um, let's see. They said the next PlayStation will feature a CPU based on the third generation of AMD's Ryzen line. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know what that means because I'm I mean, not a PC guy. I mean, <laughs> the consoles have been using AMD stuff right. because Intel is overpriced for what they give you. Right. So that's they're also cool. going with uh, the Radeon Navi. Uh, GPU kind of architecture there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty standard that they'd go this direction. Uh, just it looks like we're going to get a pretty beefy upgrade. Yeah. So I think that's that's the thing. Like this thing, uh, it it almost sounds like a very beefy PlayStation Four. You know, which I think is fine. Um, you know, it definitely sounds like. It, it is going to be a leap in terms of uh, technology. Um, maybe not as big of a leap as like PS2 to PS3 or 1 to 2 or whatever, but, um, you know, th- there is some pretty interesting stuff in here. Um, I think the solid state drive is, is huge. Now, they are more expensive, but I guess, you know, mass manufacturing them, they can get that much cheaper, you know. Yeah. They did say that it will come with an optical drive, so it's still going to play a uh, disc if you want that. And then uh, they also, they didn't really get into it, but he, Mark Cerny said that like streaming is part of their plan. Hmm. Next generation. So, see what that, they called themselves pioneers of the streaming space. Which they are, technically. So, we'll see what that uh, happens but man the loading times I, I just think um that's a pretty big deal you know because that that could really cut down on on a lot of time now my question with the loading times is is of course you know they're playing a game that was built for playstation 4 so it sounds like the playstation 5 will be able to you know enhance the experience of those games but what about a game that is built just for PlayStation 5. You know what I mean? Like, will the load times be longer on that? 
because maybe it's more intense graphically or I have no clue. Um, you know, will a lot of times ever get to a point like some games have been this generation, like Bloodborne, for example, Anthem. Well, you know the I mean? thing you have to know is that the solid state drive yes. technology just inherently means that load times will be faster than Correct. comparatively to a, a regular uh, disk drive, yeah. hard disk drive. But it's, yeah, it, it really depends on what people decide to do with the hardware, like right. how much they decide, like it's going to be ultimately up to developers how they use the technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's talk about this 8K thing. I, sure. I guess so. To me, it's a, like an okay, sure sort of thing. It's slightly, and I really mean like slightly future-proofing in a way because 8K will be a thing, but not for a long fucking time. Like 4K is, you know, over the past maybe year or two has really become affordable and people are moving on from 1080p TVs to 4K TVs and, you know. It, it, it'll be a while before 8K comes down in price and people want to move on to it. Um, so, I mean, that's just like fancy talk, but that mm. doesn't mean a whole lot, at least to me. Um, and then in backwards compatibility, I think that's huge. I mean, we were saying that there's no way the console wouldn't be backwards compatible. I mean, yeah, we we called it here. Like, <laughs> yeah. if y'all have been listening over the past few weeks, yeah. y'all knew a lot of this information. Like, the yeah. VR would be compatible. Exactly. It'll be backwards compatible. Exactly. VR, why do why do we even need Wired here to give you the details? Just ask us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I I wonder though. I'm not saying there isn't, but I do wonder if there is a catch with the backwards compatibility. Like, is there certain games that maybe won't work for if they're smart about it it's just playstation 4 emulator running on this damn thing yeah it's just kind of like an upgrade you know what i mean i'd so i I hope there's nothing you know there's no issues with that but i think that's a that's a big big deal is you know because i feel like with it being backwards compatible and basically already having a massive library of games you know it'll be a smooth transition and people might be more willing to jump on board or maybe they won't but i don't know hmm. they, they did all he also did mention that like certain games are in development for both systems which i you know death stranding is absolutely one of them i think i think there's no way around that mm-hmm. um, i i could see the last of us part two and ghost of tsushima coming to playstation 5 but i also think they you know they were built for ps4 yeah like they're definitely going to come out for ps4 Maybe even before this comes out. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Um, But a major thing coming here, the price. Yes. So in a Twitter exchange, basically Mark Cerny said uh, it will be the suggested retail price will be appealing to gamers in light of its advanced feature set. Um, Not really giving any, showing any hands here, but Tyler... How much do you think this thing is going to cost? Four ninety nine. Now I think they the the sweet spot is three ninety nine, and we saw that that was the sweet spot with PS four um, versus the Xbox One originally was five hundred dollars. Um, but I I think it'll be four ninety nine. I think there's some beefy shit in here, but we'll see. But like I said, like we were kind of talking about earlier, like what if there is a you know xbox just announced like a discless console 
what if there's an all digital box? Maybe you can save fifty dollars. Maybe that way they have another another skew. It's fifty dollars cheaper, but there's no disc drive. Everything's digital on the thing. Mm. I don't know. What What do you think, price wise? I think they're fucking crazy. I think they're going to go six hundred dollars for this thing. No, I, I think, I think we're getting back to that Sony. I think that's what we're getting. We're getting back to that Sony. This thing's going to be six hundred dollars. No, I would like to think that they are not dumb enough to do a five hundred ninety nine US dollars again. Just get a second job. Yeah, exactly. People will get a second job to buy our console because we're so fucking cool. Yeah, I don't. I I don't think five ninety nine. I but. think they'll do it. I think that's what will happen. I I don't no. want it. I'm not saying I want it to cost six hundred dollars, but I'm just thinking. I'm just looking at like what they say they're going to be able to do. Uh, and it. I feel like it's going to be six hundred dollars. How big do you think their internal hard drive is going to be? That solid state drive. That's that's because the next thing I was going to ask. Like if that thing, like that, that's going to drive the price up. Yeah. Like say, and it has to be a certain, like it can't just be one terabyte. That's not going to be enough, especially if this game is going to support like up to 8k assets. Yep. You're one terabyte is, you're not going to be able to fucking live on that. Um, And 4k assets are becoming more and more of a thing. Yeah. And those games are huge. I mean, they can get up to like 90, a hundred gigabytes. Yeah. I mean, games are just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Man. I think it has... I don't know. What I think it will be is a four terabyte SSD. Whoa, holy shit. And it's going to cost 600 bucks. (laughs) I'm thinking one terabyte. Wow, you really think they'll just ship out a one terabyte PlayStation? (laughs) I'm thinking one I mean, they did a 500 gigabyte PlayStation 4. Yeah. It took them a while before they started to do one terabyte, um, but I I think they'll they'll do one terabyte. But you know maybe right off the bat there's external hard drive support. There has to be. I feel like that that is a must to have external hard drive support. But since games will probably be expecting to have an SSD, those external hard drives will have to be SSDs. Yes. Um, Correct. Because if you have a game out there that, like, on, on a regular external drive, not an SSD, and a game is, like, programmed to load things in faster with an SSD, yep. you're going to have a lot of problems. So that that's just how it's going to be. And then, depending on how the price of storage goes, that could be a very expensive uh, thing to d- deal with. Correct. I'm just curious... Am I going to be able to just transfer all my data from my PlayStation 4 uh, external drive onto my PlayStation 5 so I don't have to re-download all those fucking games that I have on my external drive? Because that would be a great feature. That would be great. Um, I mean, we don't have SSD external hard drives. Mm. But just to to copy over onto, like... I, I I would hope so. You know, if it's backwards compatible. I don't feel like re-downloading all my fucking shit. I know. I already have it. Download. I have, like, all of the games that I will potentially play on my external drive. Yeah. I mean, I think you and I both have four terabytes. Yeah. It's a lot of games. (laughs) Be a lot to download. Um, Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for it, but, I mean, this is... 
you know, some techie speak, you know, obviously biggest thing need to see the games need to see the price. Um, what do you think about how they got this out there? It felt really random. I was at work and I, and I just opened my phone. It was like breaking Sony drops first PlayStation five details. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I mean, what, what it was like a Monday or Tuesday that this dropped. Like, yeah. like what? Yeah. <laughs> Is is kind of a random, random thing to to drop in a in an interview. You know, obviously they're not a D three state of play. Something that you would talk about this stuff in. Maybe something if you have more concrete details. I mean, I there is potential that Wired had information. True. And they were like, we either leak this or you talk. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Um, it also feels a tad bit like, hey guys, we're still here because mm-hmm. <laughs> the conversation has definitely been about like Google Stadia. It will absolutely be about Xbox uh, this summer and actually with some of the things they dropped, even is. So, hmm. and Sony's just been so quiet about what they've been doing. So here we go. Yeah, go baby. What do you think? Um, what do you think if it if it has a a big maybe first party launch title? What do you think it is? I mean, that's what I kind of wanted to roll into next. Like we have a series of games here that there were news stories about that I think are potential uh, cross generational things, things that will be yeah. at launch for PlayStation Five. First of which here, Death Stranding possible i guess we'll uh we'll, we'll just go through this uh so i think death stranding is going to be at launch for yes. playstation 5 yes i think it'll be on both so last of us 2 the director has said that the final scene has been shot which i guess that just means the last cut scene they've they finished you think this game comes out at launch for playstation 5 I don't think it launch. I think, but of course, do you, th- you think the PlayStation Four version will be out and playable on the PlayStation Five? Out before the PlayStation yeah. Five launches? Yes, I think I think the Last of Us Part Two comes out before PlayStation Five launches. But I could see them having like a PS Five version of the mm. game that's like enhanced, maybe. But I mean, what it sounded like is if you're playing the PS Four version, that could be enhanced. You know, they're talking about Spider-Man. yeah, to a certain extent, yeah. Yeah, Maybe. so I, like, I don't know. Who knows? But I, I think The Last of Us Part Two is a spring game mm. of 2020. Like, I, I think it'll be out in that like May to June time frame, like the first one was. If they finish the fi- shooting the final scene, that means they sort of got to be close. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, that's a cut. That's a cut up. scene. I, the story's wrapped up, but I guess they, they still animated and. Render it, all that fun stuff. Also, like there are, there's the actual game part that probably might, ha- that probably yeah, has problems knows? right now that need it's to be fixed. Probably on fire, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, but I just, I don't see Death Stranding coming out before the PS5 launches. Okay. And then um, over here, Janita Givankar kind of slipped up a little bit on <laughs> on a Twitch stream uh, when asked about uh, Frozen Wild Horizon Zero Dawn's Frozen Wilds DLC uh, and then 
Janina goes on to say, just wait until you see the sequel. You're going to die. I know some secrets. You're going to die. <laughs> probably shouldn't have said that. Probably, um, probably didn't have um, the green light to say uh, something about Hori- the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. But where do you think this game is? Do you think this is going to be a PlayStation, the first first party game that's on PlayStation 5 only? It's on PS5 only. That that's that part of the. Do you think this game is being developed exclusively for the PlayStation Five? I can see it. Yeah, I can see it. Um, I I I could see Horizon Two being like a a launch window sort of game. Like Mm. within that first year, you get Horizon Two. Kind of would make sense. I mean. PS5 is going to launch probably fall 2020. You think fall 2020 to 2021. Mm-hmm. I mean, the game launched in February of 2017. So that's, yeah, that could be like fucking four years. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't believe it's already been that long since horizon zero dawn. It's been over two years already. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, so that's where I'm thinking, but I, yeah, I could see them doing a PS4 version. Maybe. I don't know. What do you think? I think this is going to be the first... This is the game that the first parties have that is being developed. Uh, this might be the one that they, they're, like, run... This might be the one they're trying to test out their dev kits yeah. with, like, seeing how far they can push it. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be a hell of a game to, to do that with, and I think it, you know, Death Stranding, Last of Us Part Two, Ghost of Tsushima being on both systems could be a pretty nice Uh, transition. So that was the next one I was going to ask about was Ghost of Tsushima. Do you think that, hmm, do you think that releases before the PlayStation 5 launches? We already know it's being developed for PlayStation 4. They've already said it's going to be on PlayStation 4. Mm -hmm. But do you think that launches before the PlayStation 5 is out or launches a PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 version alongside each other? Maybe. Maybe. See, here's what's weird. Is like, I think The Last of Us Part Two is coming out in the spring. I, I just don't think we're getting it this year. Mm-hmm. I think that Stranding is not coming out until the PS5's out, and it's going to be on both. But then I also don't think Ghost of Tsushima is coming out this year either. But then, like, where do you put it? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, you know, I could maybe seeing it launching, you know, maybe early fall, August, September, and having a PS5 version. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy on that. Mm. Do you do you think it's on on both? I I definitely think it's on both. I I'm not sure that they have. I think they will definitely release the PlayStation Four version next year. I'm not sure that they'll have an a PlayStation Five version available right away. But it's going to be weird because. You're going to have PlayStation 4 games and then PlayStation 5 games, but your PlayStation 5 will play the PS4 version of them. Do they... There are a couple questions I have here. Oh, like, will you see that performance boost from the PlayStation 4 game to bring it closer to what the PlayStation 5 version is? Yeah, I don't know. Or do you just own the game? Yeah, I don't know. See, the whole Spider-Man thing of them testing load times on Spider-Man makes me think that you can play PlayStation 4 games with and get kind of enhancements out of it. Almost like if you're playing on a fucking laptop 
a game on a laptop, it might be fine. But once you put it on your beefy fucking PC, you're going to get all mm-hmm. the performance power out of it and get a yeah. better experience. So in the case of games ha- being released, like after the PlayStation 5 is out, games released after that's out games released for playstation 4 do you just buy the game and you own it it doesn't matter what version you have what like do they even do versions of it you just own it on playstation network say and if you're playing on a playstation 5 you just play the playstation 5 version of it yeah maybe i mean that that could be the way they go and also weird (laughs) hmm also, the thing that I'd like them to not do is having multiple trophy lists for the PlayStation oh, 4 yeah. version and the PlayStation 5 version, because that yes. just gets infinitely more confusing. Yeah, make sure it's one list. Yeah. For sure. Because that, that bothers me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As someone who just likes that stuff to be organized, that, that sort of shit drives me crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool to get fucking trophies on ps5 hell yeah yeah <laughs> continue the what do you think the trophy animation looks like do you think they do anything f- fun with it i would hope so i mean i like what xbox has done of like if you get a rare achievement it's like real cool mm-hmm. uh, you know that stuff could be neat i guess the last thing i'll say is if this launches fall 2020 they realistically could have a hell of a fucking launch lineup. Yeah. Because if you think about what first party games they might have, and then also, you know, the Assassin's Creed Ragnarok Vikings game that has been kind of rumored and leaked in a way that that could be a launch game. You have a new Call of Duty. What do you think the performance difference will be for Cyberpunk? What's on PlayStation 4? And then when it's on PlayStation See, 5, do you think there will be, like, oh, I think that's one game that will be like, oh, shit, why am I playing this on PlayStation 4? That, that's what I was going to say. Like, I could see a base, like, launch PS4 that's, like, your The your one PS4. that I'm running still? Yeah, I could see that totally struggling with Cyberpunk 2077. From, based off of what we saw in that gameplay they released last summer, but, you know, on a PlayStation 5, maybe that game is, you know, in a weird way, like a, a killer app, mm-hmm. you know, if, like... It's so much better on a PlayStation Five. You, ha- it's like a must-play there. Mm-hmm. Damn, fuck! I forgot about Cyberpunk too. I'm like, you know, the game that I I have bet will release this year. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I might owe you a dinner. <laughs> I think yeah, I fucking think you are, dude. I cannot wait until E three rolls around, just because they're they're saying that it's like the most important. I can't wait for them to show a new trailer or something that pops up. It's like fucking April twenty twenty, and I'm like, motherfucker, buy me dinner tonight. You don't know that they could release it four months early, late December. Yeah. <laughs> Games usually get bumped up. Yeah, absolutely. Like like that uh, Spider Man thing that got bumped up three days. Yeah, or Metro got bumped up a week. Um, I was talking the movie, the Spider-Man Homecoming oh yeah. movie, got oh yeah. bumped up. That's true. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, it's it's going. It's a very exciting year, dude. Avengers is next week. Fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. it's going to be a weird year because I just like all the really big titles. I just don't see a lot of them landing this year, but I could see a ton of them landing next mm. year. And next year being as you know. Just really crazy, uh, kind of like a 2016, 17, 18, like we had. Yeah. 
But it's exciting that Sony's talking about it. Yeah. You know, I think it'll be a while before we really truly see anything. I could see them either maybe at a PSX towards the end of the year, February, March next year or something, really start to unveil everything, start to show games again. Um, but I, I really see them saying, here's Days Gone, here's Dreams, go dark. You know mm. what I mean? Here's some cool PSVR games every now and then. Yeah. Also, I mean, last thing, like PlayStation VR, that's compatible. That's cool. Yep. Um, do you think they're working on a new headset? They have to be. Yeah. Uh, the only thing about it is, like, what kind of headset are they going to make? Are they going to stick with the camera and tracking, or are they going to try to do that inside-out tracking that some yeah. VR things have been doing recently? Yeah. I'll say this. Uh, we, at work invested in the oculus go i think mm -hmm. that's like the new one that is uh wireless yeah total game changer total fucking game changer to me like we we were or a client requested that we do a bunch of renderings for this space that we we're going to build for them and uh so we invested in that just as a really easy way to kind of lend it to them and i just put that on and i mean i'm not tethered to anything and it's just on my face i'm able to look around i have the controllers in my hand i can do whatever you know i i guess it's a thing you charge maybe yeah, yeah. um i wasn't fully sure on that but uh still i mean it, it was pretty awesome to not be tethered to anything and have like a, a legitimate vr experience outside of you know you know fucking google cardboard or gosh what's the the Samsung Gear VR, yeah, you know? yeah, they're VR, but they're not, not the greatest. Like that was, that was a pretty legit thing. So I think, I think that's how they got to go. Yeah, you know, eliminate as many cords as possible. Yep. In the PlayStation Five, it sounds like it's pretty beefy. Um, it so sounds like you won't have that external box exactly. like you do exactly. with the PlayStation Four's uh, VR. Yep. Yeah cool stuff very very cool unlike this garbage ip that respawn is making a game for that Whoa. a trailer came out here so you, i mean you snuck this in here at the last minute yeah um, i noticed you know the initial news you put together you missed it buddy i mean i it's not so much i missed it as that i ignored it oh okay fighting fighting <laughs> words over here uh star wars celebration happened over the weekend if you love star wars like myself, it was exciting. Got an episode nine trailer. We got Mandalorian stuff. And Respawn finally showed up Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which they talked about um, in a very awkward moment at E3 last year. But we finally got a trailer for it. Uh, the game comes out November 15th of this year. Um, the game will be a single player only game. No multiplayer, no microtransactions. EA is using that as marketing, which I think is a little gross. Because honestly, that's... Yo, motherfuckers, that's, caused this problem. I know. That's how it should be. And now you're turning it around to make yourself look like a good guy? Fuck that. That's just ridiculous. Um, but the game takes place not long after uh, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, where... Order 66 was executed. All the Jedi were hunted down, and most of them were hunted down and killed. Um, so you're playing as Cal Kestis, uh, trying to survive, be, you know, 
basically they find out that he has force powers and he's a Jedi. And so you're just trying to live. Um, be played by Cameron Monaghan, uh, known for playing uh, Ian Gallagher and Shameless and Jerome Valeska in Gotham. So that's neat. But yeah, third person action game, Stig As. As- I always say his name wrong. Asmussen. Um, he directed God of War 3. He's the director for this game. Um, but yeah, lightsabers, force powers, sounds rad. I'm in. Cool. Just uh, keep that Star Wars shit out of Apex. I'm sure it will. Yeah, I, I'm sure Disney won't let that happen. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> very specifically, you're making this game. You're not putting our Star Wars stuff in other games, right? Yeah. But, you know... It's just, yeah, he is so late with this. I mean, they've had the Star Wars license for fucking, what, six, seven years now, and they're finally getting around to doing a single-player, story-driven Star Wars experience, which the whole universe is ripe for. And, you know, but then they also cancel Fischl's game and shut down that studio. I mean, that that game seemed like it had a little little bit of problems, and... You know, the studio was in like uh, San Francisco. It was expensive, all sorts of stuff. But it does that sort of sucks too. That you know, this game's able to be made, but that one's not. Um, but I'm, <laughs> I could be wrong on this, but I don't think this game's being made in Frostbite because Respawn started work on this game when they were not owned by EA. So I also hope that this shows EA that. One, we should make more single-player games, and two, maybe not everything should be in fucking Frostbite. Yeah, maybe. I don't think Apex isn't in Frostbite. I don't think. I I think that's... I mean, double-check me. I thought that would be in the... I believe it's the Source Engine. That's what Titanfall is built on. Yep, it's in uh, Source Engine. Right. So, yeah. I think there's, there's a lot of really cool things about this game if you're a Star Wars person. I'm sure you're very excited. I'm very excited. It'll be cool. Getting a lot of Star Wars this this fall, Frankie. I know you're just busting at the seams with excitement. What? Of how much cool Star Wars shit we're getting in a month. Uh, you know? Uh, I'm still not following here. Ah. Um, Damn it. Damn it. Yeah. I sure go ahead be happy have your games I'm gonna I'm gonna stick over here in in my zone uh I don't need I don't need this I don't need this in my life nope I do and it's cool okay uh we got a little bit of rapid fire here to go through yeah um some stuff overwatch there's a new escort map taking place in Cuba yes uh, let's see what it's called Havana. Okay. It looks pretty neat. Great. Um, it's on the test servers, so it should be out soon. I still have yet to play some of the other maps they've It has been over a year since I've played Overwatch. <laughs> that's not to say that game isn't good. It's that's just where I have been. Yeah. Not playing Overwatch. Um so Obsidian was making an aliens RPG. That apparently was trying to be a horror Mass Effect, which, damn it, why didn't we get this? I know, that. that's why I threw this in. I'm like, fuck, that would have been so cool. It was called Aliens Crucible. Uh, the player was going to go to an alien planet, 
and would find an installation left behind by the engineers. This is pretty similar to the plot of the 2012 film Prometheus, um, which was kind of like a prequel to Alien and Aliens. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what it, what it is. A lot of atmospheric stuff, and man, that would have been rad. Mm. I've been reading um, Jason Schreier's book, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. And yeah. And the first game they talk about is Pillars of Eternity. Mm. They were also talking about the Stormlands game that Obsidian had that was canceled. They've had too many games canceled. And it all sounded fucking cool. Makes me sad. Yeah. But Obsidian's a good developer. Yeah. Excited for Outer Worlds coming this year. Yes. Uh, next up, Ubisoft is donating some money to help rebuild the Notre Dame Cathedral, which, if you've been paying attention in the news this week... There was a fire that broke out related to the reconstruction slash rebuilding uh, project that was happening. Uh, thankfully, much of the building was saved, but uh, they're raising money to rebuild what was lost. Uh, but Ubisoft chipping in, and I think they said they were making Assassin's Creed Unity free? Yes, on PC only, though. Okay. Unfortunately, but yeah, I think that's just a cool thing, a cool way that video games can help with a pretty shitty situation. Mm-hmm. A lot of history lost with that with that fire. Sure, but there's it's complicated. It's more complicated than that. There's been a lot of work done to the sure. Notre Dame Cathedral over yeah, the true. years. Um, yeah. and and uh. That was one of the cooler things about Unity, is being able to to go inside of that and, and explore it. Um, Paris, France, in the Re- uh, French Revolution was an incredibly cool setting. The game story and a few other things, obviously, it was very, very glitchy. Indeed. That was the one where we had the um, skinless faces. Yes, it was, it was horrifying. But there were some really cool elements about Unity, it's just, just a little botched. Hmm. All right, and the last bit of rapid-fire news as relates to Borderlands 3 and voice actors. Ashley Birch will be returning as uh, Tiny Tina in Borderlands 3. Yeah, that's cool. Tiny Tina is a cool character. Um, Also, the drama between Troy Baker and uh, Randy Pitchford and Gearbox continues. (laughs) Mm. Troy Baker's telling that uh, telling uh, that Gearbox should fact fact check themselves. Mm. All this stuff, I don't know. a lot of drama. But yeah, Troy Baker's not coming back. Talked about that last weekend. Mm. And now it is time to look at the other side of the aisle. Yes, Microsoft. The Xbox One sad. <laughs> The discless Xbox One, not dickless, uh, discless um, Xbox One. Um, yeah, they they announced it, gave it a price and a date, May 7th, $250. Uh, yeah, a little bit late in the game, if you ask me. Yeah. Considering that new consoles are on the horizon. Agreed. But then again, Microsoft's uh, strategy might, I don't know point you in a different direction perhaps who knows uh but yeah this thing yeah coming soon all digital what do you think tyler i think it's a cool idea um a little bit 
on the pricey side in a strange way. Like, to it, I think $200 is the sweet spot for that. I mean, it is a cool thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it should have been out a year or two ago. Yeah. Honestly, with how things have been going. But do you see Sony doing any variants of this for the PS4? No, I think it is I think it is too late and I honestly think it's very weird for this to be coming out in possibly the last year of this generation of consoles before mm-hmm. the next gen comes out. Yeah. Um what I'm surprised is that Microsoft didn't go even smaller and just have a little streaming stick. Yeah. Like or so, something like something very small that utilizes their like utilizes game pass or something and or some something like that like i don't know it's what if that's what they have that's how they do their streaming mm. it's a little, little tiny thing it's just like a little thumb drive you, you <laughs> plug into your uh, your tv yeah. and it's like okay well be wild um yeah i, I don't see sony doing anything like this just because they're probably focused on doing the ps5 mm-hmm. at this point but if they did i think it would be a neato thing. I mean, also the last thing, you know, Microsoft announced that they're doing like an Xbox Game Pass in Xbox Live bundle. Yes. You can pay. It's $15 a month. It'll save you $5 a month. Um, you know, if you were to get both of them separately. Um, so I guess my question with that is how do you see Sony enhancing PlayStation Plus next generation, if at all? Because right now, you know, you get discounts, you get online multiplayer, you get cloud storage, you get two games a month for free, sometimes a couple others. Mm. You know, do you, do you see see Sony having an Xbox Game Pass like thing, combining a bunch of stuff? Like, what are they going to do with PS Plus? Um, I'm not sure that they do much with it. Uh, anything they do, I feel like will be reactionary to see to how the launch goes. Mm-hmm. I think I, I don't think they really personally. I don't I don't feel that they have any plans. I like that. It's just not what I'm feeling right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have plans to change PlayStation Plus all that much, unless something happens. Yeah, I I, I don't see them. Ha- I I feel like they probably feel they have some bigger like, fish to fry. They're like, we have name changes now. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We just got around to letting you change your name. Um, yeah. I, I just think they have bigger things they're probably worried about. But I think I think that's sort of maybe subscription service. I mean, they have PlayStation Now, so maybe they, they could evolve that into something and combine that with PlayStation Plus mm-hmm. eventually. But yeah, I, I can I, definitely, I, I can definitely much. see an enhancement to uh, their PlayStation Now thing. Yeah, that, of of their services, I think PlayStation Now is the one that will has the most likelihood of being improved. Yes. Uh, but yeah. that's that. Uh, this year, twenty nineteen, the road to greatness is back again uh this is the tour that playstation does to bring around their vr stuff uh and and playstation 4 stuff also um they have a list of dates and places here that they're bringing their truck around you can play some new and upcoming games uh the closest one to us tyler is in bethlehem pennsylvania yep 
just trying to make sure that this is uh that's accurate that there isn't one close by in maryland or anything um i guess dover delaware yeah that one is that's pretty close too much farther than during the firefly festival yeah damn a lot of these are kind of some well not a, i don't know about all these but a lot of these are just big festivals yeah some of them music festivals some of them comic cons yep yeah, but yeah, if you if you're interested in that, they have this list up here on the PlayStation blog. There are how many? And there are a lot of locations here. Do they have a number up here? Nope, yeah. they don't. Some of them are actually starting tomorrow. Yeah, this is out. Salt Lake Comic Con. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I think this is going to be a very cool thing for them to do when PS5 is announced. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. they can bring PS5 around. This could be a good good chance to get a lot of people to get their hands on it yep so yeah just uh go over to the playstation blog they have the road to greatness tour schedule there uh see if it's coming around to your your place um but oh. some games that might be there i, I don't know we have who knows? i guess a little bit of breaking news what do you have what what you got there on sony's playstation blog Revealing the entire Castlevania Anniversary collection lineup. Let's okay. run, run down this quick. Castlevania Bloodlines, Kid Dracula, Castlevania The Adventure, Castlevania Two: Simon's Quest. Um, and they announced, oh, because they announced the other four before. So the other ones would be Castlevania, Castlevania Three, Dracula's Curse, Castlevania Two, Belmont's Revenge, and Super Castlevania Four. Mm. Very cool, uh, but I think people would be wanting some of them DS games thrown in there, too. Yeah. Because they were interesting. Yeah, anyways. Mm. So there you go. Castlevania lineup. That's a thing. Yeah, I guess... Uh, oh, shit. That Bloodstained Ritual of the Night Kickstarter is supposed to... That, that game's supposed to launch next month. Next month? Yeah. Wow. At least that's what what the delivery date says for the on on their Kickstarter last time I checked it. Shit. All right. That's cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, new games this week. There's a lot of cool stuff. One big cool thing that I I'm excited to get my hands on. But Tyler, would you like to get us started with the new games of the week? I am. Anniversary collection arcade classics. PS4. Konami starts its 50th anniversary celebration with its first installment of the anniversary collection series of all-time classics. This includes eight arcade masterpieces from the 80s, from Nemesis to Haunted Castle, enhanced with modern features. Hmm. I just looked through the list. They don't have the big thing listed here. That's the Dreams Creator beta. Mm -hmm. 30 bucks. It's out there. Uh, I'm going to fuck around with that more later. Right on. Uh, next up on the list of games here is Crossovers by Paugi on PlayStation 4 and Vita. Solve, cro- solve crossword puzzles one letter at a time. Crossovers are little crosswords with just one letter missing. Find the letters and then unscramble them to solve the cryptic clue. Crossovers by Pow contains 200 crossword clues and 200 terrible jokes as a reward for solving each one. 
All right. Next up is Dark Quest 2 on PS4. Dark Quest 2 is a turn-based RPG where you control a party of heroes on your epic quest to defeat the evil sorcerer and his minions. Each map is designed to test your party's strength, courage, and sanity as you go deeper and deeper into the castle, seeking the evil sorcerer. Sounds a little bit like Darkest Dungeon to me. Hmm. Maybe. Uh, next is a VR game called Ghost Giant. All right. As the Ghost Giant, you're the protector of the lonely little boy, Lewis, who is in dire need of a helping hand. Build trust with Lewis by helping him overcome big or even gigantic obstacles. Discover Lewis's world, meet its eccentric inhabitants, and experience a heartwarming and sometimes heartbreaking story. Next up is God's Trigger, PS4. Slay enemies with speed and precision in an over-the-top sh- show of blood and explosions, dodging bullets and making split-second decisions. Play solo or with others. When an angel and a demon team up to kill their way into heaven to stop the apocalypse, bullets will fly and blood will be shed. Mm. From God's Trigger to Heaven's Vault on PlayStation 4. An archaeological narrative adventure with an, with an entire hieroglyphic language to decipher, sail the rivers of space, explore lost moons, uncover ancient artifacts, and piece together a 5,000-year-old 5, secret. Every answer feeds into a story that adapts around your actions. Will you uncover the path to Heaven's Vault? Next up is Iron Snout on PS4 and Vita. Cross by. Once upon a time, pigs would have to build a house of bricks to keep the wolves at bay, but not anymore. In Iron an Iron Snout, its hero piggy has taken up learning martial arts and is now and now it's the wolves that need to keep their distance because in this bonkers button mashing beat 'em up, bacon is off the menu for good. That's a good fucking write up. Hmm. I like that. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Next up is my time at Portia. Or Portia? I think it's Portia. I don't know. I've heard it pronounced multiple ways. Mm. My time at Portia. Start a new life in the enchanting town of Portia. Restore your pa's neglected workshop to its, a form, to its former glory by fulfilling commissions, growing crops, raising animals, and befriending the quirky inhabitants of this charming post-apocalyptic land. Interesting to note, I haven't checked back into this. This game was the one that had some issues around not paying voice actors. Oh. Uh, from a Chinese developer here. Um, uh, I believe that they have. That a lot of the voice stuff is not in the console versions until they figure that stuff out. Oh. That sucks. Uh, next up is Nurse Love Syndrome Re Therapy. Oh, Vita. great. <laughs> Meet cheerful Kauri Sawai, fresh out of nursing school, as she joins, oh my goodness, y- Yurigahama Hospital. Surviving a near-death experience as a child left her with the desire to become a nurse. I have a feeling this is a visual novel game. Hmm. Possibly. <laughs> Next is Our World is Ended on PlayStation 4. 
A new masterpiece of narrative visual novel storytelling followed Judgment 7, a team of eccentric developers working on their latest game in augmented reality. On a summer's day, their AR headset let them catch a glimpse of Tokyo in ruins. Could it really be the end of the world? Next up is Path to Nemosign. Guess the M is silent yeah, there. Yeah. Um, also, this art is horrifying. Like, what is going in that person's mouth? Is it going in or coming out, though? You yeah. don't know. It, it's a still yeah. image. I don't. This is disturbing. Relax. Empty your mind. Activate your senses and immerse yourself into Path of Nemosign, a hypnotic adventure created within an infinite zoom. What does that mean? Walk the path, explore your mind, and recover all lost memories by solving dozens of imaginative puzzles. Will you be able to reach the end of the path? Jesus. I feel like hmm. you have to do shrooms to play this fucking game. Don't do that. But still. Hmm. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Next up is Please Don't Touch Anything on PlayStation 4. Covering for a colleague, you find yourself in front of a mysterious console with a green screen monitor showing a pixelated live image of an unknown city. Also present is an ominous red button with the simple instruction to not touch anything. Go ahead. Press the button. You know you want to. (laughs) All right. Uh, Next up is Quiver, PlayStation VR. Quiver puts the power of the bow and arrow in your hands, tasked with defending your keep and the power within from the ever-advancing enemy. You'll find yourself in a thrilling fight for your very survival. Mm. Tyler, the biggest release of the year comes oh, shit. <laughs> in this next game. Snooker 19. Oh, boy. This is the most authentic simulation of the sport ever created, with TV-style presentation and commentary, true-to-life physics, and advanced artificial intelligence. Choose from offline and online modes, from quick-play online matchmaking to global online tournaments that link in real time with the live World Snooker calendar. What is snooker? It's billiards. Okay. It's British billiards. Okay. So next up is Snooker Nation Championship. Oh, shit. (laughs) Challenge the best snooker players in the world to take home that all-important win. The offline tournament includes competing in the qualifiers through through to the grand final, played on the championship specification tables, or challenge players online. That's a whole sentence. Wow. Snooker Nation Championship. He's digital snooker at its best. So what the fuck is... Okay. All right. <laughs> yep. That That's this week, man. Uh, next, we have a VR game. Table of Tales, The Crooked Crown. Embark on a digital, digital tabletop RPG, a virtual reality adventure of swashbuckling and sorcery. Take a seat at a mysterious table and unlock its true potential as a magical living... Living board game. Take the helm and lead your party of scoundrels through the realms of adventure, investigating the misdeeds of their pasts and facing up to terrible dangers. Next up is uh, Tarot Ratings Premium. Tarot. Tarot. Okay. PS4. The tarot reading is a pack of playing cards used in parallel for divination. Divination. 
I'm really bad with this word, sorry, uh, in the form of tarotology and cart- cartomancy. What? I'm confused. Our game makes you feel like you're visiting a real gypsy tarot reader. She will shuffle the cards, let you choose them, and then present them and explain their meanings. All 78 cards are animated. This isn't a game. This is... Okay. Why is this on the list of games released? Yeah. This is not a game. Jesus. Fucking shit. It's like one of those weird fucking Facebook apps that you sign up for. Yeah. Hmm. I hope this next thing is a is a game. Truber... Truber Brook. Ugh. It has that, uh, that umlaut in there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very German here. Yeah. Enjoy an adventurous vacation to a 1960s parallel universe, a thrilling sci-fi adventure game that takes place at a remote village in rural Germany. You won the trip in a lottery, or at least that's how it seems. But instead of getting some rest, you find yourself having to save the world. Next up is World of Warships Legends. PS4. Experience epic naval action in World of Warships Legends, a global multiplayer free-to-play online game where you can master the seas in history's greatest warships. Recruit legendary commanders, upgrade your vessels, and stake your claim to naval supremacy. Early access starts today, April 12th at 12 a.m. Pacific. That's a weird thing to just put in your fucking description of your game, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. Lastly, on this list of games this week, World War Z. Oh, boy. Humanity is on the brink of extinction. From New York to Moscow and Jerusalem, the undead apocalypse continues to spread. As the end looms, a hardened few band together to defeat the horde and outlive the dead. World War Z is a heart-pounding co-op third-person shooter featuring swarms of hundreds of zombies feel like this game's a few years too late yeah it came out a while ago <laughs> but whatever was matt damon in this movie brad pitt brad pitt you know what i always get those i always get those uh generic action movie actors mixed up mm-hmm. um if you haven't heard game of thrones is back oh shit watching that i need to i I think I'm going to rewatch what I've already what I watched like three or four years ago, which was seasons one through four. Okay, and I'm going to try to catch up. All right, cool. Seasons three or four are my favorite, but then I don't know six and seven really good too. But yeah, Game of Thrones back first episode is pretty cool. I'm mm. excited. You can watch the Lego Movie Part Two if you want as well. The NBA playoffs have started. Fantastic. But also, you can watch that Dragon Ball Super, the movie, oh, yeah. Broly. There's that. I watched that in the theater. Hmm. It's pretty good. Right on. But you don't like anime because you're a monster. You don't like Star Wars because you're a monster. No, I don't like Star Wars because I'm a contrarian asshole. Yeah. I don't watch anime because it's just it's weird. Is it so you don't mm, so you don't like things because they're weird. <laughs> There's plenty of things I like that's weird. I'm just being a jackass. Hmm. All right. Well, 
I think that's going to do it for us on this week's episode of the PlayStation Report. Unless you have something else here, Tyler. No. All righty. Not. Next week, we will be recording, and then we'll go see Avengers. Yep. And it'll be very, very, very exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we're, we're seeing that at 10 o'clock, right? Yep. All right, so we have plenty of time to record this show next week. Yes. All righty. Well, until then, you can contact us if you need to. I mean, if you absolutely need to, you can email us at PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at PSReportPodcast. Give us ratings, reviews on your podcast app of choice. Share us with your friends. Every little bit helps. Tweet at us. Tell us what you think about the PlayStation 5. Yeah. What they've revealed so far. You can find me and all the bullshit I'm up to at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged on Vids, where I imagine next week we will be talking about Avengers Endgame. Probably very late, but yeah. Very late, but we'll get it done, and it'll be a lot of... We're, it'll yeah. be a great time. We're not going to be back here until one thirty, probably. Shit. Because you imagine, what, 20 minutes of previews, maybe... It's a three-hour movie. Yeah. I think you're optimistic for 1 o'clock. one thirty Or one thirty. Yeah. I think you're optimistic. I might Because be. I think that parking lot's going to be packed, and probably. I think it's going to be a pain in the ass to get out of there. Yeah. Probably. But that's okay. We'll see you all next week. Yep. Until then, be good to each other, play your video games, and make sure you wipe up the toilet seat. <laughs>